Well, good morning. I wish you a happy Sabbath day. Um, I want to welcome you back to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport on this beautiful day. I don't know where you might be. It might not be beautiful where you are. Um, it's getting a little chilly here at Fort Mojave. We are a 501c3 prayer ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ here at uh, Fort Mojave. We are now serving over 31 different countries and providences around the world, um, both out of Gospel Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as right here in uh, the studio at, at Fort Mojave, Arizona. So wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice, I welcome you today. We're running a little late. So with that, we'll bow our head and uh, ask the Lord to attend this broadcast and this service today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, Lord God, lifting up all, all those that are listening to the broadcast, as well as those that are at Gospel Faith Church today. We thank you, Lord, for the many blessings that you bestowed on us throughout this week. Father, I, I, I humbly ask that you would be with Israel and the, the Palestine and, and Gaza and, and all of those that are engaged in this war. Father, we pray for peace. We pray, Lord, that, that whatever is going on, that, that your hand would guide all peoples to a time of peace. Protect those that are innocent, Lord, and, and just put your loving hands around and arms around them. Protect them, Lord. We pray for those that are sick, for Brother Al, who's still in, in the uh, rehabilitation place up there in Flagstaff. Uh, protect him and, and keep him and uh, help him with his healing. I ask that you would bless my voice this morning, Lord. God, I seem to be a little hoarse today. Uh, help me with the doctors that are seem to be fighting and, and trying to figure out what's going on with this kidney situation in my back. I'll be with Sister Judy as well. Uh, Bob's down uh, with tonsillitis again. His uh, tonsils are inflamed. They need to come out, so be with him as well. And all those that are on the prayer list of uh, uh, the church and, and anyone else that's, that's down with the sickness, we ask that you would pray with them as well. Financial issues, whatever it may be, Lord, we just ask that you would just keep them in the, in the hollow of thy mighty hand and under the shadow of your mighty wings. We ask that in Jesus' mighty name. Bless this broadcast and the church that we might continue to do your will and your work. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, today, uh, we are going to be uh, in Job, in the book of Job, will be our, our uh, chapter 7, verse 1. The book of Job, verse 7, verse 1, to start with. And... Um, Trying to find uh, our memory verse will come in Psalms 118, verse 24. I'm going to give it to you ahead. Psalms 118, verse 24 will be our memory verse. But first, I'd like you to grab your Bible, lift it up uh, as far as you can uh, to heaven, that the Lord might see that you have his word in your hand and in your heart, and repeat after me. This is my Bible. Go ahead and say it out loud. This is my Bible. It is the infallible word of God. I am what it says I am, 
I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the word of God. I'll boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, and I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like you to to turn it to the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms 118, Psalms 118, verse 24. And in the King James Version, verse 24 says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So let's say it again all together. Ready? This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I just want you to know that uh, we're going to be talking about that today. You know, everyone is, is getting out of the summer and we're changing seasons. Those of us that change season, we don't in Bullhead City. Uh, we just kind of stay in between hot. Uh, we just get a little bit cooler. That's it. We, we don't really change seasons. But um, we're talking about one more day. And, and certainly, this is the day that the Lord hath made. And uh, we want to rejoice and be glad in every day that the Lord gives us. So we are blessed. Say that with me. We are blessed. Okay, because I'm running kind of late today, I'm probably not going to add music. Um, so uh, because I'm running late, I just want to get started into the Word of God today. You know, one of the things that I love to do, I, I'm kind of out of the office today because of the sickness. I've been out of out of the office for the last um, two months um, because of my back and because of this kidney. So I've gone back. Most of you, I don't know if you know it or not, because I used to do art. Uh, one of the things I, I really love to do is landscapes, and I really like to do the sunsets. And we have some beautiful sunsets uh, here uh, right on the Colorado River as it goes through uh, Fort Mojave and Bullhead. We're surrounded by mountains. Um, we have completely surrounded by mountains, you know, uh, to the east and to the west. And then you got the river going between uh, Nevada and California and uh, Arizona. And I, I love, uh, I usually snap pictures of them and then, you know, and then paint them on canvas. And I love that sunset because it brings with it the end of a day and a hope of another, another day to come. And as I sat down and began to write this, I thought, you know, days, the sun rises from the east and then. And then it falls to the West. And days are interested to me. It's very interesting to me as, as I continue to get older, just had a birthday on the 8th, especially in as much as, as the Lord created those days. He creates each and every day in our lives. Little opportunities, if you will. And each day is different. My grandfather... Um, Many of you know that I, I grew up on, uh, off and on on the res, and my grandfather used to say to us kids to make sure that each day was a productive day in your life. 
Don't waste it because you can never get that day back. I always found him to be wise and a firm and a fair man. At creation, God caused certain things to happen on, on specific days that could not be done on other days. For instance, light. In Job chapter 7, verse 1, in the King James Version, verse 7 says, Is there not an appointed time for man upon this earth? Are not his days also like the days of a hireling? In other words, a hired person. We only get so many days, church. It's not forever. It's not promised forever. Our days are numbered like the hair on our head. And like the person who is hired just to do a certain task, he only has so many hours in the day to do that task. So God gives us days to get certain things done in our lives. A day to be born, a day to learn, a day to be uh, married, a day to live out the call of God on our lives, a day to repent of our sins, and a day, yes, a day to die. David said in Psalms 118 and 24, our, uh, our uh, memory verse of the day, in the King James Version, again, Psalms 18, 24, get your little tab of paper and write these down so you can go back to them. In Psalms 18, 24, our memory verse, it says, this is the day, say it with me, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. See, David was saying, I'm not looking at the past. I'm not even looking for the future. But this one thing, David said, I know I have this day. And this is the day which the Lord hath made. And I have decided that I'm going to rejoice, hallelujah, and I'm going to be glad in it. I'm going to use this day to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. David said, I'm going to, I'm going to use this day. And we should say the same thing, church. We should say, this is the day I've chosen to serve the Lord. I'm going to church. I'm going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to use today to make a decision for God in my life. See, I don't know. I don't know if you, you all realized it or not, but something, something happened for you on this day, this morning, that doesn't get to happen for everybody. Not everybody in the world. Does this happen to you? You were given one more day on this earth. Hallelujah. You should rejoice in that. You woke up and you took another breath. Hallelujah. We should all give God praise and glory for that one more day. For he and he alone gives you breath to breathe. Someone should raise your hands to heaven. And shout amen for that one more breath that God gave you this day. For that one more day of life. <clears throat> so I want you to think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. 
let's say that yesterday <laughs> I'm excited about this I don't know about you let's say that yesterday was your last day on this earth now let's get serious here let us let us take a moment and say that yesterday was your last day on this earth imagine with me if you will that yesterday was your last day and you passed away and you got to your eternal resting place well first off praise god you lived your life the right way but we can say heaven or hell the bible speaks of both of these and the lord told you you know what I, i'm going to give you one more day but that's it god said i'm going to give you just one more day what would you do with that day what would you do with that one more day so let's look at it imagine for a moment that you died yesterday and you ended up in heaven you looked around and you realized that you were in heaven and you shouted hallelujah i've made it you looked over towards the throne of God and you see the lamb slain from the foundation of the world so that you could be saved and be there in heaven this day thank you Jesus for your blood that was shed for me thank you Jesus for the person who told me about you thank you Jesus for that preacher who preached that message that drew me to the cross oh thank you jesus that they opened the altar and gave me a chance to repent of my sins and to make things right with you lord and then you saw your loved ones you saw your loved ones who had passed away in the lord and you embraced and you cried and you laughed and you rejoiced and then the lord came to you and said you know what you know what? I'm going to give you another day on earth. Another sunrise. Another sunset. He said, don't worry. You're not going to lose your place here in heaven. That is secure by your salvation. In Hebrews 6 and 19, which says, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast write it down hebrews 6 19. it says which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast but i want you to go back and use this one last day to tell people about this place that you're in right now what would you do i ask you what would you do I know what you would do. Glory to God. I know, as well as I'm sitting here speaking to you right now, I know what you would do. And I believe that you know what you would do also. You see, I know what you would do. You'd call me up on the phone. 
You would say, Pastor, thank you. Thank you for preaching to me. That shouting and that passion. That the way you preached to me and hit my soul and hit my heart. Thank you for telling me like it was. Thank you for not holding back when you preached. Thank you for reaching me. If it wasn't for you in my life, I don't know if I could have made it. Thank you for preaching God's word, telling it like it was. Thank God for you, pastor, who stood on the word of God when everybody else was denying the power of it. Then you'd get in onto Facebook. Why Facebook? Because that's the fastest way that you can reach literally hundreds of thousands of people that know you and love you. You remember them. They're the ones who liked all those pictures you posted on Facebook. They're the ones who commented and left you few words of encouragement that got you through your bad days, those bad nights. And you'd go live on Facebook. Hey, everybody. I've seen it myself. I've seen Jesus Christ myself. Uh, I'm telling you, it's real. I've only got one day, just 24 hours to tell you about Jesus and his love for you. That's what you'd say. You wouldn't sleep all day long. You wouldn't eat at all that day. You would be too busy trying to get every single person you ever met in your life to accept Jesus Christ into their hearts and into their souls. That's what you'd be doing. While you were live on Facebook, you'd be calling your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, all your BFFs <laughs> on Twitter, on, on, on every possible social media you would be on. Hey, guys, it's real. Heaven is real. That's what you'd be saying. And you'd start telling them about all the people you saw in heaven that, that, that day. All the loved ones who made themselves ready to meet the Lord. The ones that everybody used to make fun of because they went to church every Sunday while everybody else spent Sundays at the bar doing their own thing. And you tell them how you saw Jesus, the son of almighty God, and the amazing love that you felt as he welcomed you home to heaven. I never felt anything like this love, guys. It took all, away all my fears. It took away all my sadness. It took away all my worry. It took away all my doubt. There's no love in this world that matches the love of Christ. That's what you would say. And then, and then you'd be calling me back. You'd be calling me back and saying, Pastor D, we have to have church service on Sundays and on Wednesdays. We need to be open in the church every single day of the week. My mom says she wants to come. My sister says she wants to come. My, 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 everybody wants to come. My best friends want to come. All my family, all my friends, all my neighbors. Pastor, they're saying they want to come because they want to find Jesus like I found Jesus. Please, Pastor, would you call up the people in the church, the choir? And ask them to come and sing. Tell them to sing about the power 
of the blood. Tell them to sing the power of the name of Jesus. Tell them to sing about the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell them to sing about the hope of heaven. And tell them to sing about the Holy Ghost. And then, Pastor, would you let me testify? Please, Pastor D, let me tell them that Jesus is real. Let me tell them to let the stuff of this world go and to get a hold of the hope of heaven. Let me tell them about the salvation that, that he purchased by his blood. All for them. Let me tell them how they can make things right today and how they can get filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, Pastor. Pastor, I want you to preach to my family. I want you to preach to my friends. We need to get the word out, Lord. And I'm here for only one day. Pastor, I need you to preach the straightest message you ever preached in, in your lifetime. Don't you hold anything back because I know. I know, and I love them all so much now. I know that we can get them saved. So you get into the word and you fire it up. You fired it up, Pastor. And I know I only have this day to reach these people. I can't go back to heaven knowing that any single one of them didn't make it to heaven. Pastor, I want to see those people go to heaven just like you. It was not enough to get their likes and their comments. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's worldly. What I want to see is them go and stand before Jesus. I know I shared good times with them in the bars. I shared good times in places I should never have been. But I want to see my family and my friends in heaven someday, Pastor D. Then you'd even give me a scripture to use. Matthew 3 and 2. You learned that when you spoke to Jesus. And he said, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3 and 2. That's what you say to all of them. Go see Matthew 3 and 2. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And you would tell them to repent. You preach that, pastor. You preach that, because my day is almost up. Tell them there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. This is too important for you to get all wishy-washy about. Be straight with them and preach the word of God, Pastor, like you always have. Don't you preach no lullaby sermon on that day. You preach the word. Preach the word of God to my family. This day is too important. Now that I've seen heaven and I only have this one day, I can imagine if a person died yesterday and ended up in hell. I, I just can't imagine how bad it would be. Someone said, I don't believe there is a hell. In Psalms 9, 17, the wicked shall turn, be turned into hell and all nations that forgot God. Proverbs 9, 18, but he knoweth not that the dead are there and that her guests are in the depths of hell. Isaiah 5 and 14, therefore hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoices shall descend into the jaws of hell. Oh, that's the Old Testament. Okay. 
So let's, let's look at the New Testament then. In fact, let's hear it straight from Jesus' lip in Matthew 18, 9. And if thine eyes offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with only one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell's fire. Mark 9, 43. If thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Mark 9 and 45. If thy hand offend thee, cut it off. Or, excuse me, if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter and halt into life than have two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Someone said, I don't believe in a literal hell. I think what we mean is we hope there is no literal hell. How is it that we believe, quote, every other word Jesus spoke and leave these words out? So there is a hell. And let's just say the sake of this message that you ended up there. And after a few days of that, Jesus spoke about Matthew 18 and Mark 9:43 and Mark 9:45. The Lord comes down to hell and he opens the gates of hell. And he says unto you, I'm going to give you one more day to make some things right. What would you do? What would you do with that one more day? I know what you would do with that day. You'd be down in this altar pouring out your heart. Pouring out your heart. You'd be down here repenting like no one has ever repented before. You'd be calling on the name of Jesus. You'd be pleading the blood of Jesus. You'd be begging to be baptized for the remission of your sins. And after you spend about 10 hours getting these things right with God, you'd know. And you'd be calling me, Pastor, Pastor, can we have church tonight? Yeah, I know. We don't ordinarily have church on, on Sunday night, but, but please, please, can you drive over? I have my family with me right now. What, Pastor? Yes, they've already pen repented just a few moments ago. I told them of the place I just came from. I told them about what Jesus warned us all about. I told them what I experienced there. And Pastor D, none of them want to go down there. None of them want to go to hell. Who in their right mind would want to go there, Pastor? I've led them all in a prayer of repentance. And I told them how the Lord set me free from the pits of hell. And how I gave me, he gave me one more day, and they all want to get baptized. They all want to receive the Holy Spirit. And then I'd ask, how do they know about baptism? How do they know about the Holy Spirit? Pastor, I never forgot all those times that you told us how to be how to repent from our sins. I never forgot all those scriptures you shared about baptism in Jesus' name for repentance of, of our sin. I never forgot about all the teaching about receiving the Holy Spirit. I held back too long. I waited too many days to be baptized to receive Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But Jesus gave me one more day to make things right. And I've taken all that I stuffed that you taught, and I'm sharing it now with my family and my friends. I'm sharing it with everyone I meet. Hey, I've even found a bunch of people who did not who did me really wrong, Pastor D. And I've forgiven them, and I've shared God's word with them now. Because, Pastor, 
Pastor, hell is no place for anybody to be. I wouldn't wish hell on anyone. I wouldn't have wish hell on my worst enemy. Please, Pastor D, drive over quickly so we can have church right now tonight. Please. I've got some folks here with me now, and we need to get some things right with God. We need to get people right with God. Please, Pastor D, one more service. Please, church, someone pray with me. Please, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Please, Lord, help me to get it right with you. One more day. You see, that's what it, what today is, folks. If you're listening to this broadcast right now, that's what it is. It's one more day. And you never know that you'll get that one more day. That's the reality, is that God is not going to send anyone back with one more day to make things right. All we have is today. And that's why David said in Psalms 118:24, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it today. This is the one more day that God has given you. It's your chance to make some things right. It's the only day that is guaranteed to you today, right now. I wonder, does anyone want to pray? Does anyone want to get some things right? If so, I ask you to bow your heads. The Lord says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. It also says no man comes to the Father save through the Son. The Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Won't you bow your head right now? Won't you take advantage of this one more day? And go to the Father in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you right now. The Bible says, go boldly. Go boldly before the throne of God. Father, today, right now, we are coming boldly before your throne. We are coming to ask you, Lord God, for this day that we might rejoice as we come before you as sinners to repent, which means to turn away from our sin, to change our lives. And we know that many of us cannot turn away. We need help. So today we ask Jesus to come in our life. With the power of of the blood of Christ, we repent. Say it with me. We repent of our sins. Now, Lord, this is the important part. Father, I ask Jesus, who died and was resurrected on that third day, to share my life. I believe he was resurrected. And I invite Christ to come into my life 
and help me change my life. As you forgive my sins, I will forgive others who I have sinned against also. I want to change. I want to live with Christ as my Savior and Lord. I pray that I should be baptized and walk with you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer in sincerity, I invite you to join us at Gospel of Faith Church. Or if you're not around us, I pray that you would find a Bible-believing church. Seek out their pastor and ask them to baptize you for the remission of sins in Jesus' name. And then get into a good Christian Bible study and begin to learn about the Lord Jesus Christ. I guarantee you when you open that book, the Bible, you will find a brand new life through the teachings of Christ. I welcome you to the family of God. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make a face, oh, may his face shine upon you. And may a new life me a brand new life. Be yours in Christ Jesus. He is love. God bless you all.